Yo, what's up? It's Monday morning. You're tuning in to Good Morning Bitcoin. This is Dale. The date is the 19th of October. Holy crap, we're already halfway through October. LD, can you believe that business? I cannot believe it. It's crazy. Yeah. Years flown by. Seasons flown by. Yeah, it has. And it's going to be fitting here soon. And you will get you will have to stop making fun of me that I can start listening to Christmas music. That's right. Like next month, November, it becomes acceptable. Oh man, I it's been a crazy year, right? It it makes me feel like I've missed half of it. Like all of a sudden, here we are, and it's gonna be Christmas before I know it. Yeah, that's true. And it's overwhelming to say. I'm not happy about it. Did you have a good weekend? I did. Yeah, it was a good weekend. It was exhausting. I did a lot of manual labor for my family and myself, but that's always rewarding in its own way. And and here I am at the end of it to record this with you. Couldn't ask for anything better. Couldn't ask for anything better. Start that's of right. the week. Um, yeah. How your fantasy football do? yesterday uh, oh man so i'm i'm in first place in one of my leagues i'm in four leagues i was in first place and my team totally shit the bed, man <laughs> <laughs> there's no way i'm gonna be in first place by the end of uh monday night football or in whatever covid related reschedules there are just absolutely no way i had people scoring the negatives and oh damn yeah, it was just one of those weeks, and, and it happens every season where there's one or two games where even your studs just die. Shit, the bed. You. Yeah, they really do. Um, it's the schedule and, uh, you know, injuries and whatnot. Yeah. They just they just leave you to, to die. <laughs> yeah, and that's where, that's where I am. I had a terrible week fantasy-wise so far. I don't, I don't know that I'm going to do good in any of my leagues. How about you? I had a week that I would like to say as not starting the right players. Mm. Okay. Like in the league that we're to in together. Yeah. I didn't start Julio because I, quite honestly, I had him on the bench because he was questionable. And then I thought I switched him into start, but yeah. he didn't. I didn't. And I start. I started David Johnson in the flex over Julio. And David Johnson got 13.4 points, whatever. But Julio got 32. Wow. And then in my big league, this morning, I started Cam Newton. I changed. I had Matt Ryan starting all week. And I switched that, and I started Cam Newton. And he got 16 points, and I started him over Matt Ryan. And Matt Ryan, on my bench, scored 40 points. That's, That's so painful. I know how that feels. It's brutal. And yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna win that league this week. And I needed a W. Mike Evans shit the bed at last night. Also, yeah. uh, I've got DeAndre Hopkins and Merkel Hardman left, and the guy I'm playing has Stephon Diggs, Travis Kelsey, and the Chiefs D. So not looking good in my big league. Right. I like that McCole Hardman dude though. Does he? Yeah, he'll pull off uh, a long ball. You know. Yep. And score a touchdown and get you like 15 to 20 points on. Yeah, one I had to two receptions him. in the TD. Yeah, I hope so. I had to start him because Keenan Allen is on a bye. So, yeah. Hey, on good bright news, 
it is officially grape juice season. I don't even know what that means. What you is know? grape juice season? No. Oh, LD, you got it mm. during flu season. You got to drink one cup of grape juice a day. Are you serious? For real. I haven't heard about this. Yeah. What kind of grape juice? Uh, ocean spray type grape juice? I or got what? Welch's. Okay. So I drink, yeah, one cup a day pretty much until from mid-October until April. You're kidding. No. Really? Every morning. This is an old wives' tale. You know that, right? Yeah. It but, but it works? Yep. Hardly okay. ever had the flu. Okay. I've had the flu twice in my life. Learned this from my saint of a mother. How does this work against COVID-19? I don't know. I, you know, let me read the label when I get out of my office. <laughs> see if it says anything in it. Yeah. Well, I hope it serves you well. I don't want you getting that. I'm going to look into that remedy, though. And uh, I might, out. yeah, I might do it myself. I don't know why you wouldn't. Let's just yeah. be really honest. I mean, if it's going to say I'm all about it. Yeah, you are. Because I don't get a flu shot. Do you do a flu shot? I do. No. You do a flu shot? Yeah, why wouldn't I? No, no way. No. LD. No, sir. LD. No way, man. It just gives you the flu. Why do I want to be given oh, the flu? Oh, I'm trying. Oh. I'm trying. <laughs> I've had the flu vaccine for let's see at least 20 years and it has never once in my entire life made me sick yeah that's cool i've never had a flu shot that i know of my parents i've talked about it with my parents they don't ever remember me getting a flu shot yeah um so at this point why would you start yeah it, it seems weird to start now but i certainly understand that it works for some people it's so stay stay healthy yeah you too I, i'm that time I had to do this by myself was not fun. So you can't be going getting sick on me. Yeah, right on. <laughs> Even if I'm sick, I'll I'll be here. Yeah, me too. I'll be good morning. This is Dale. Right. We'll both uh, be doing it. So the hot topic seem, seems to be Ethereum 2.0. Yeah. We were kind of chatting pre-show. I, I wish we would have saved it for this because I thought we had a good little chat on ethereum 2.0 yeah i thought so too so i put this this article in our notes for us to talk about and it's an opinion piece from coindesk by Matt, michael casey and no offense to him but i didn't really read through his article what what really struck me is that once again we're looking at more opinion pieces more articles where it seems like everything is so dependent on ethereum 2.0 being the saving grace and working as expected. And um, it, it's interesting to me. I, I, I mentioned to you before the show when we were talking about it, that I, I'm trying to think of some other technological uh, advancement to compare it to where the future of, of, of an industry, so to speak, it's probably not that extreme, but for the sake of this argument, the future of an industry rests on, a version two of something. And the only thing I could think of was uh, an Apple iPhone. And I don't think it's a very good uh, comparison to make. It's completely different, but it's the only thing I could come up with. So if any listener wants to, you know, berate me for, for this comparison, they're more than welcome to, <laughs> and they can provide something better. Um, 
it, you know, if iPhone V2 or 3 wasn't as great as V1, it, nothing would have stopped. You know, people would have been maybe slowed down and maybe unhappy. But it certainly seems from these articles where, you know, people are worried that, you know, without Ethereum 2 being um, something tremendous, that things are really going to suffer. And, and I, I just find it very interesting. Yeah, I think, you know, I agree with you. And I, by no means am I an expert on Ethereum. So, if, again, like you, if someone out there wants to be a brain log and tell me, correct me, feel free. Um, but, you know, with all the hype that has been around this ETH 2.0, and I feel like it's been delayed a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it just has you know it to me it would be a sign of weakness for lack of a better word if if the ethereum developers don't knock this out of the park yeah um i don't want to be drastic but you know here here's my argument for for all this ethereum is you know is bitcoin's main competitor and for for a while there, their short while they they did flip market caps back in what was that seventeen I think eighteen yeah for a little bit so you know and Ethereum is the biggest Bitcoin competitor and the Bitcoin maxis and the Ethereum maxis seem like you know uh, North versus South civil war type right so. It would if it doesn't go flawlessly, it'd be endless ammo for Bitcoin maximalists to uh, knock down the ETH boys. For sure. So I think there is a ton, and that could be the reason why you know. And I think the Vitalik understands this. I think a lot of the the team understand this, and that could be the reason for the delay. Um, they, you know, I, and I'm okay with delays on projects. Like everyone always wants to overshoot a deadline. So if, you know, when you're on a project or looking at something and if they say they want to get it done by December one, you know, it probably a little aggressive on those right. most of the time. So I'm okay with them delaying it because a delay is less harmful than a, failed launch right so that's kind of where i stand i think it 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 is it is huge it needs to be done flawlessly and i'm excited for it yeah yeah and um i've worked in the tech industry for a number of years and uh relating to the point you just made about making sure it's right before it comes out the gate is sort of antithetical to the way a lot of projects are run these days. And I think that's wrong. I, I agree with you. I think that you should try to eliminate all the bugs you, that you can before you release a product. Whereas a lot of things these days get released and they rely on the public, the users to find the bugs for them right. and they'll, they'll fix it as they go along. And I like the the good old fashioned approach of trying to put the best, the absolute best product together before you even launch it and not put the burden on the users of, 
of finding the bugs in it. And, and I absolutely agree with you that, you know, this needs to be, it needs to be amazing, if not only to uh, sort of vindicate all of these writers who have been writing about it in this way and the way we've been discussing it. Yep. Um, I think I, yeah, it's, it's huge. It's a big step in crypto altogether. Um, I'm excited for it to come out. Yeah. So not to, not to uh, put Michael Casey, this author on, on the shelf here, his, his article, uh, his opinion piece was about, um, I, I believe it was about the number of, of, a, of Ethereum that's going to get locked up through staking, which will somehow benefit the overall DeFi movement. Yeah. And, uh, you know, which is relying on the Ethereum 2.0 upgrade. It's going to make everything great. And I do hope that that happens. Yeah, I do too. I think um, big op- a lot of opportunity out there. Yeah. You ask me. Absolutely. Um, so remember, uh, it was probably a month or so ago, I'm, I'm just guesstimating here, when the IRS came out with pretty much slamming Monero. Yeah, they came out uh, looking for people, offering a bounty, I guess, for people to, to crack it, is what I remember, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So... I, I don't think anyone has yet. Not that I've heard. Um, yeah, so the IRS announced in September this, again, October, mid-October doesn't seem like it, announced in September that they would uh, find, you know, give a bounty to anyone that could crack it. Um, so it's funny because Monero is just, you know, flipping the IRS. IRS, just a side note here, a foot bar. So to say, mm-hmm. I don't agree with them on this and I'm not, I don't have any information on this. This is just me interpreting it. Yeah. They just gave flipped the IRS a big middle finger and was like, you know what? We're going to keep developing this. Um, so they released the new node software code named oxygen Orion. Wow. That's a name. What a name. So it enables smaller and faster transactions with rigorous security. All right. And so, that's the pretty much the top name in, in security and, and privacy in cryptocurrencies now. Yeah. Monero is. Yep. They offered just for the record, the IRS offered six hundred and twenty five grand anyone that can crack Monero's privacy. <laughs> and Monero doesn't care, right? Like you just said. They just keep pressing forward developments, continuing to build the product that they've been building for years because they believe in it. Yeah, that's bullish. Yeah, for they, sure. They don't get, they don't, I, they DGAF. Yeah, right. And just the fact that the IRS, uh, like they couldn't crack it behind the scenes on their own, right? Because you would think that they had tried to do that first and it didn't work. So here they are offering this uh, substantial bounty to the outside public to do it themselves. Um, it, I find that funny. <laughs> yeah, I cheer for Monero and, and for privacy and security. That's, 
before I cheer for the IRS. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to not comment on that. <laughs> well, I pay my taxes and, uh, and uh, I always will. So, um, but privacy is a, is a different matter and, and I'm all for it. Yeah, I am too. Privacy, you know, ever since the internet came out, I feel like privacy has gone to the wayside. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, interesting, you know, kudos to Monero for not giving a shit. And yeah. Run it out. Yeah. Staying true to, to their project, right? To their, their, yeah. And it, it's reacted, you know, price has recovered quite a bit. It's, it's yeah. A good couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. Monero's had a great couple of weeks. Um, so our pre-sales dead, LD. <laughs> our pre-sales are definitely dead, Dale. So, <laughs> you and I got into a couple that did couple not do shit, well. Sammies. So yeah. LD and I on Friday got into um, Pass. And what's the other one? Elzo? Lazarus. Lazarus. Yeah. I... Only time I've lost money faster is on rug pulls. Right. I would have rather just been rug pulled. I mean, really, I, I put two Ethereum in both of them and I go to check it as soon as I get the coins. Boom. Instantly down 50%. And I'm yeah. down 90% on both of them right now. I capitulated. I'm out. I heard. It yeah. Happened. And I, like I mentioned to you, I did it only because I was in their Telegram channels, which is always a mistake Never. because the, the Telegram channels are just filled with uh, the type of people you don't want to listen to under any circumstances. Honestly, even when your coin is doing great, you don't really want to look at what people are saying in the Telegram channel. And uh, it was too much for me and I just sold it and decided that I would find something to recoup my losses the what i've learned on these telegram groups is realistically unless you get notified from a pin post just don't ever go in there man it's so true it really is mm -hmm. it's hell yeah and and i i forget about our friend nbt which isn't live trading live yet right but it falls under some of the same it has some of the same characteristics yeah so it's gonna <laughs> i've already written that eth off well, I put the most ETH into that one. Oh, boy. Yeah, so I'm a little worried. I plan on dumping it as soon as I can. Even if it pumps, I think that if I can get out with almost my original investment, I think I'm okay with it. Like, it can pump without me. That's how nervous I am. I'd rather have the money back and try again somewhere else that I'm more confident in. Yeah, I get that. That's how I feel with pass. You know, yeah. I... Lazarius or whatever. I've written that one off. I'm probably going to either A, hold it to zero, literally zero, or B, yeah. hold it um, until break even, and then I'm shipping it. But I have zero. I, If you told, held a gun to my head right now and said, I know what it does, what's it going to do? I would say, it's going to zero. Yeah. So. I think it's going to zero. Yeah. I do. Sorry. <laughs> Otherwise... I, I didn't do much over the weekend as far. No, I didn't either. I was depressed about it. I didn't even, I didn't even try. I'm still sad. Yeah. Cause I had already taken a break from doing this and pass and Lazarus were my re-entries into this 
presale gambling aspect of of this uh, of this side of the the business. So after having been out for a week or two or even more, I don't know, to come back in and my first two are this disastrous, man, I'm, de- I'm depressed over it. It's sickening. Yeah, it is. It's um, it like, and I told you over the weekend when I was crying about it, I was like, I don't even, <laughs> you know, I hate to say this, but I don't know that much about them. I was just going to hold and flip. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. That was my mentality. Yeah. Mine too. I don't know what either of them does and I don't even care. I didn't care then. I don't care now. They didn't do what I thought they were going to do. And I'm, I'm out. Yeah. It's not going to be much longer. I don't think until I get out. Yeah. I mean, you, you go in their telegram channels and the admins are like, be patient, you know, wait for be announcements, patient. wait, wait for our medium article. <laughs> that's okay yeah that yeah your medium article is gonna pump this thing 6x i don't think so i mean even to recover from here it's um a th- 4x yeah just this sucks that's you, you stand a chance with pass i think lazarus i think is a i think that one's a lost cause if i could have or if i would have held on to one it would have been passed yeah, Lazarus is um, from here. This is going to be super depressing. Yeah. It's for me a 10x. That's crazy. So do like, I because they don't have they don't have anything to offer anyone. Like how can they build hype? What kind of hype can they build? Other new projects are going to take priority. People are going to be looking for the next quick flip. LD. Yeah. When it comes to Lazarus, guess what? <laughs> Tell me. I just capitulated. <laughs> right here in real time? In real time this morning. Nice. I don't normally check. Well, I check Uniswap, but I don't normally check charts. I just... Yeah, you're right. Once I figured it out and ran the process through my head of this is a 10x from here. See ya. Yeah. You're you're more than you're more likely to randomly ape into something else that will go 10x before this old project that you're in Lazarus will somehow rebound into a 10x. It's virtually impossible at this point. Like you'll hold it for for a year, right? And I'm not holding shit. I don't know if I'm exaggerating or not, but it just seems unreasonable. Feels like it. Yeah. Um, you know what today is? This is uh, this is Monday. This is Maniac Monday. This is right. Here we go. So Mondays are Manic Maniac Monday. We get DMs from ladies on crypto Twitter about crazy dms that they got right and sometimes every monday morning i always feel like i lose a little bit of faith in humanity after this segment (laughs) i can understand why so today ash toshi was grateful enough to simp i mean send her (laughs) dms to you yes do you remember when 
she had that psychic draw that picture of what her soulmate was. reptar the psychic yeah. drew a picture of reptar yeah i do yeah. um so so she tweeted it and said if you look like this please dm and um so she this guy screenshot captures it sends it to her says so about this i look oddly similar i can even grow the pedo stash if preferred what a weird thing to say (laughs) (laughs) just awful the the lack of social skills there the ineptitude of what to say to to someone you're interested in you never want to say pedo stash to virtually anyone anytime anywhere in your life it is never acceptable (laughs) never and i i wish that that guy had sent her a picture of himself to compare to the artwork because i'm curious just how much he thinks he looks like the artwork zero chance (laughs) right zero percent i believe it next one she got says I'm sure my uncle would love the fact I help Shiners in Texas relinquish them of their evil. Hope you're having a good day. That's just weird. This this is the last one. And this is we save always save the best for last. Yeah. Then you have to listen. Here we go. Hi. I am sorry for that comment. I do have a leg fetish, but that was just creepy thing to say. Like someone said, I need to go out more. I am really sorry that I made you feel creeped out. I get it that relationship issues don't mean men should start behaving this way. I was not the kind of guy to oogle at women. Been in a strange situation lately, but of course that shouldn't justify such behavior. Please accept my apologies. Your apologies were not accepted, sir. One of the things that that makes me really laugh at these because we get um, they send screenshots of the conversation. So one of the things that makes me laugh is that it's obvious that these people start with these pieces that you read. Um, and Ashtoshi has said nothing to them at all. And they write whole paragraphs as an introduction they're basically introducing themselves with this uh, (laughs) this paragraph of of an apology interesting way of approaching people yeah it's like so this is how you know i'm a firm believer in first impressions are king yeah and it's like this is how you want your first impression to be right interesting yeah good luck to them they're gonna need it yeah so that's what we got uh hopefully you got a little chuckle there make sure you follow us on twitter gm underscore bitcoin um ld no beans no beans for breakfast no beans for breakfast tip your waitress uh we will talk to you guys tomorrow have a good uh start of the week and wish you guys well be safe we'll talk to you guys later peace Thanks for tuning in to Good Morning Bitcoin, a Hashrate TV production. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider liking, sharing, and subscribing for more great content like this every day of the week. In addition, if you head over to Hashrate.com, you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter, Difficulty Adjustment. 
Every Wednesday morning, we provide you with the latest news and information on Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, and mining. Want more from Hashrate? Follow Hashrate TV on Twitter. It's the easiest way to keep track of our newest content all in one place. That's H-A-S-H-R-8 underscore T-V. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next episode. Please remember that all content appearing on this or any other Hashrate channel is strictly for informational and educational purposes only. You should not construe any such information as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Consult a licensed financial advisor before investing yours or anyone else's money.